0: Hi, everybody. Before we get started, just a note. Uh, we had some... I had some audio problems recording this episode, and my half was lost, so I'm using the uh, Skype recording for my end and putting Jackson's regular recording over the top. So if I sound a little bad, that's why. I apologize. It shouldn't happen again. But my computer in its death throes decided that it didn't want to actually record my half of the audio correctly. So, thanks, and enjoy the show. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to the Cool Soge Cast episode two. What? Uh, yeah. No. The se- the second one. I
0: thought one was enough.
1: Well, you thought that, but one and done. That's others. how we do
0: things around here.
1: It's true because you would probably want to start up another series of numbers, you idiot. <sighs> uh, <laughs>
2: That's
1: right. You're gonna you're gonna throw belligerency at me. I'll fight right back. Belligerency isn't a word, but I'm rolling with it. Could
0: be. We're not Could prescriptivists not- around here.
1: I mean, it's I let true. you do this
0: bullshit, right?
1: It's accurate, the bullshit cast.
0: I run the Libsyn account. I could just choose not to put these up.
1: I mean, you could, but then we'd just have a. Re- we'd be angry and pissed off with each other the entire time. Maybe that would be better cast. <laughs> I, don't I don't think know. it would be a better cast at <laughs> oh. all. <laughs> just like really passive aggressive video game conversations. Oh, you would. You would like that bit of Planescape, wouldn't you? Never mind that it's we like asshole. almost the
0: exact same things in video games. <laughs>
1: uh, I Well, to plug our last episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, had a go- I think our Beyond Discussion, we felt uh, that was a good talk. The best episode of... Oh yeah, uh, it's going to be way better episode. than
0: whatever we're doing now.
1: Yeah, because, you know, you hosted it or whatever. Is this why this going? Uh, no,
0: it actually wasn't about that. It's just that was a okay. good episode. It was more about the quality of that episode, less a disparagement of you. You do that enough. I don't need to do it.
1: Oh, thanks. Okay. (laughs) Good good talk, good talk. No, uh, if if for some reason this is the first episode you're downloading, go check that out. That's actually what we do in a good way. This is just us filling you in with games. Are you going to introduce us, host? Uh, yeah, but I'll just paste that in two minutes ago so they'll never know. No, you're not going to. I'm not going to let you do that. I'm
0: editing this. Are you? Yeah, I plan to.
1: Oh, oh, yes, I remember now. I'm Jackson Tyler. Who are you?
0: I'm pissed off at you now. Matthew Marco, <laughs> we are abnormalmapping.com. Yep. Which you That's probably the knew. I've been I've good- been entering uh, a bunch of let's plays recently, so it's a lot of I'm you know Matthew Mark with dot com and outro with the same thing, let people know we're a Cal- podcast. I don't know what's
1: what's the correct cadence.
0: Uh, hello, welcome to this let's play of Blackwell Epiphany. I'm Matthew Markov with dot com, and today we're going to break into this house because the police won't give us a key. Just letting people Is- kind of like a three second recap of where we're at, what we're doing.
1: It's the it's the fact that you're going you're putting the intonation up on the on the com. I I don't know. It's not. That's not sitting. I well think it's with a Honestly. Well, no, because he would go down. No. Dot No, it's on the dot. The com is mm. down.
0: That's true. You, I don't you're know.
1: Reversing it. Yeah. But no that's knows. what I do. So I, <sighs> that's that's what you do. It's
0: ingrained now. Can't stop
1: it. Tell me about those Blackwell games, then.
0: Uh, I, I finished playing them all, and they're gonna go up two a week until that's over, so you can see the end of that about, um, three months from now.
1: <laughs> we do like to do things in advance.
0: Uh, that one in particular, I, you know, I don't know, those are great games. I, I was really bad about posting them as my problem, I took a couple weeks off, uh, uh, but I finished them all. They're great. Uh, one of the best stories in video games. I don't want to talk too much about it. But if you haven't played those games, you played The Shiva.
1: I did. Which was Dave we Gilbert's
0: first game. Uh, mm-hmm. This is about a uh, young journalist in New York named Angela Blackwell. And on the day that she's scattering her aunts, the aunt who raised her as ashes, uh, she discovers that her aunt was haunted by a family ghost. And now she has inherited that ghost. It is a 1940s mobster type named Joey Malone. And they, he tells her that their task is to go through the city and try to rescue spirits who, uh, often when people die, they forget, like, what they are or that they're dead. They just, like, are locked in this routine and that's why they haunt places. And you have to solve adventure game puzzles to, uh, convince them that they're dead and then help them move to the other side and it's uh, five games of that and uh, they're real sad melancholy things, Uh, they're really good
1: it's good, you're selling me on it the part where you described the premise did make me think of that Star Trek episode where Beverly Crusher hooks up with her family ghost
0: it's uh, it's not like that
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh, I bet it's not at all, but that's where my brain went so that tells you many bad things about me there,
0: that's way better than that holy shit, that episode's garbage (laughs) Like it's, it's really like great. one time after season one, do you get a Beverly centric episode? And it's that one.
1: She had another one.
0: You know, Destiny's uh, gonna listen to this, and that's a real bummer because
1: I am pro Beverly Crusher. I know you're not. You don't see. You do No, see it's like just we're potential. talking
0: explicitly about what's going to happen in Star Trek.
1: Uh, we gave away the premise of one episode. That's true, uh, and it's not a good episode. No, so. It's true. will be fine. Just Star Trek at TNG gets into some stuff.
0: But uh, speaking of Destiny, we were recently on another podcast, Jackson.
1: I thought you were going to talk about... Fuck.
0: You thought I was going to talk about Destiny <laughs> for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox De- One? Destiny?
1: No. The new multimedia franchise from Bungie Entertainment and Activision Software. No,
0: we're talking about Destiny's turn co-host of the Badland Girls at badlandgirls.com.
1: That's true, We were just on that podcast.
0: Yeah, if you want to listen to me and Jackson uh, flounder about because we don't know what we're doing, uh, you can go listen to Badland Girls. Uh, they've been doing this way longer than we have. Yeah. Uh, yep. That was a good uh, podcast. We uh, got a segment two for this month out of it,
1: so... <laughs> totally do. Yeah. Thanks to Rhea for that.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: That's the plugs.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know... That's all we got. Plug zone. We're plugs rule. We're doing it at the top. We're flipping the script.
1: We're flipping the script. Raid us and review. Record scratch. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. So. what's What's been going on, Matt? I, I Actually, bought a
0: new computer? Cool. So I was recording the Blackwell games. I realized I was finishing doing that, and I'm like, well, what am I going to record next? And I was like, I kind of want to do East 5, which is a Super Nintendo game, and I loaded up an emulator, and I loaded up OBS, and I realized that my computer is old enough that I cannot handle recording an emulator without incredible frame rate delays. I was playing Mario, and it looked like a, like a slideshow, it was gross. Uh, and I, I this computer is like nearly five years old, and it wasn't a top-of-the-line computer when I bought it. Uh, or put it together or whatever I'm like you know I've got some money scrawled away I could just go and buy a computer so I did since coming next week and I'm very excited about that because I can step up my streaming game because apparently I'm the only person in this duo who gives a shit about putting videos on the internet
1: no i have been meaning to shut up <laughs> I'm not going to take any more of your shit <laughs> that's good that's
0: good that's what I really want I just want antagonism you- I don't want to <laughs> roll over you I want you to fight back
1: Okay, well, I won't. That'll be my greatest revenge. Oh, that's <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> so you can just be, sit there on your throne, feeling hollow. Uh,
0: that's my whole life. <laughs> like, that one scene in Resident Evil 4, like, towards the end. You haven't played Resident Evil 4.
1: I have it on my PS3. That'll get played one So, Monday. you know,
0: you're Leon S. Candy, whatever, you're just a cop turned secret agent.
1: Rookie cop, thank yeah, you Yeah,
0: you're not a rookie anymore, you've seen some shit.
1: Senior cop, thank you very much. A senior
0: agent, Leon S. Kennedy, and you're going into this weird Spanish countryside to uh, rescue the president's daughter. And at one point towards the end you're in like this weird un- underground bunker and you just go into this room and there's a throne at the end of the room. And if you go to the throne you can just sit in it and he does this very cool, like Castlevania esque like opening a symphony of the night pose where he just reclines in the chair and looks evil for like thirty or more well, until you hit a prompt again to stand up for no good reason. And it's maybe secretly the best part of Resident Evil 4.
1: For every good reason, sounds like.
0: Uh, yeah, for every good reason, but it there is literally no context other than oh, I guess it'd be cool if he sat here bathed in red light for a while.
1: I mean, I feel like at this point, uh, I guess it would be cool if is the defining characteristic of the Resident Evil. No, because then they made Resident
0: Evil 5 and 6, and those aren't cool to anybody.
1: Uh, no, but they are the bad side of that phrase. Sure. So somewhere
0: between um, Leon S. Kennedy, Dracula, and Thanos is what I am. Just sad in a chair.
1: <laughs> oh, I would watch the sad Thanos movie. <laughs> he just pouts in his space chair. Just him, so alone. Like, everyone's just so reverent of him. The most powerful being in the universe. No one to take his power, like, truly out on. Just everything's hollow. I'd watch that. Yep. They're never going to make that. They're never going to make that. He's going to
0: stain his gold armor with his sad, giant, purple man tears.
1: I just have the image of Thanos waking up in the morning, Thanos just soullessly eating breakfast cereal. <laughs> just in in that ridiculous space cavern he has, yep. just at a table. Well, you know. A spoon that's way too small for him.
0: Yep. Infinity charms.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: We're talking about movies, Jackson.
1: Oh, yeah, but that was a good aside. I don't, I don't care.
0: We have a. We're going to have a podcast. So do you want? Since we're still in the plug zone, I guess. Do you want to plug our other thing?
1: Uh, yeah. So we are uh, gonna be opening up another podcast. Another Christ!
0: Uh, another podcast.
1: Yeah, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, do, but also don't. Uh, where, because, as you can tell, we talk a bunch about movies, so I thought, what if we just recorded ourselves doing that, because we do it enough for that to be worthwhile. That's true,
0: but, I mean, you and me don't watch enough movies to justify recording a podcast by ourselves.
1: Accurate. So we brought in two of, uh, far more, well, we brought in one person who's going to compensate for all of us in terms of how many movies they watch, and then we're just going to watch what we set. Uh, (laughs) Uh We have brought in Destiny Sturdivant of The Battling Girls previously mentioned and one Kyle Turner of being unemployed and freelancing everywhere. Yeah, but he's the good on fight. like
0: serious movie podcasts with people who we have no yeah. business being in the same conversation with. He, he,
1: he's, like, talk- he's like talking to us like I was going to pitch to the Dissolve in a way that's like oh, that's just a thing you do, I guess. Okay.
0: Oh, there but for the grace of God go I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, the podcast will be called Trashback Ratio because we're really good at naming things. It was a great
0: name, Jackson. I'll give you all the credit for that.
1: Thank you. Well, if it's a dumb portmanteau, probably me. Yeah, sure. Uh, Abnormal mapping
0: was all mine, for the record.
1: Yeah, that's not. That's not. That's not a, that's not a portmanteau. That's just wordplay. That's no. just straight up wordplay. Cool right was
0: there. yours, so
1: Cool Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: holding (laughs) true
1: exactly Uh, Trashback Ratio you can find us on uh, TrashbackRatio.com the first episode will be going up we'll be launching on the Ides of August the 15th of August yeah and we we shall have a new episode uh, every Ides or perhaps more than that but every Ides sounds good to me we're going to stats are that's the plan ain't going to over over whatever I'm not going to push this too hard no.
0: We'll be t- we're we're a nascent podcast empire and we're going to keep it that way.
1: That's the plan. We can have as many podcasts as we want, but we can, we can stop any time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what they always say. Or for them to That's stay in the gutter.
1: We're
0: <laughs> going to it's wake true. up without kidneys someday and it's going to be your fault. We're
1: going to wake up without microphones. Oh, don't say oh, that. I stole my snow- I had to pawn my snowball. Oh. <laughs> I've pawned uh, a snowball before. I don't even know what, you're, what did you what did you say to me. I had to go
0: to the doctor. It was very unfortunate. It
1: hurts. Yeah, yeah. Eyes uh, of August comes soon. Hit that up. The first movie we will be watching as the in the movie club because that's the that's basically the same thing. It's going to be the same kind of podcast. There'll be a club, where we'll talk about a specific thing. Will be Ben Wheatley's A Field in England. If you want to watch along, uh, it's apparently really good. I know, ain't seen it yet. I'm very interested I'm in it. Watch regardless. tomorrow. Nice. Uh, so please check that out when it is time. That's the plug zone done.
0: Yeah, since we're doing this backwards.
1: Plugs rule no longer.
0: Oh, uh, death to plugs, long live the plugs. Death-,
1: death to plugs, long live the plugs. What video games do we want to get into first? Because, holy crush, it's been a long time since we did the first one of these. Yeah, we need to do these more often, I think. I play...
0: Because, <laughs> yep. literally, um- I could go for two hours and not cover all the video games <laughs> I've played, and I don't want to do that.
1: For me, it's like... All the games I played, I played them two months ago. Yeah,
0: but you wrote a thing. Oh, you can find it at normalmapping.com uh, about the Uncharted series. And I want to hear about... Yeah. Okay, so I played maybe the first third of Uncharted 1 and yes. I didn't really... I, I played on hard because I was like, I'm going to get all the trophies in this game because I was stupid. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh c- you mean because you just bought a ps Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Um, should I play Uncharted? No no there is one the first half of uncharted 3 is almost a good game i think i own
0: the single player part of uncharted 3 through plus
1: you should play the beginning of uncharted 3 and tell me what you think it's the closest that series gets to being good uh in fact it is good there are parts that are legitimately good in uncharted 3 i don't like uncharted 2 at all that game even though that's the one that
0: everyone talks about
1: yeah, it's ridiculous. It's it's stupid. Uh, the reason no one likes three is because the second half completely shits the bed. As every single bit of story they kind of set up in the first half, they just ignore, and he just goes on four set pieces in a row that have nothing to do with anything, and then it wraps up. Right? It's a video game. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I wrote a thing about it um, about how that series is the just the most. Naked Power Fantasy, which, one, obviously, but the the way in which it is a Power Fantasy is pretty apt for where video games are at. Is it, cause...
0: is it better than the new Tomb Raider?
1: Hmm. It's more honest than the new Tomb Raider. Okay,
0: that's, that's maybe the thing I disliked the most about the new Tomb Raider. I can deal with it being a shooter, but the fact that it wants so desperately to be something else and still is a shooter...
1: I mean, it, it it does want so desperately to be something else, but in a very different way. Like Tomb Raider wants desperately to be a very different game. Uh, like the, but Uncharted is all about high thrills. I we made a sum. You can you can play a movie, Matt. I mean, if, we if played gone like, of Souls. <laughs> that's not what I mean. I mean, this is like a game, but it's it's like it's like a movie. It's like it's, uh, set pieces. I own
0: Dragon's Lair on iOS like a cartoon that's close enough
1: it's yeah Uncharted is the new Dragon's Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> great
0: that's not true that's
1: not true that's at all Nathan Dragon that's his name that's where Drake comes it'd from it'd be way like, better Drake if
0: it is. was Nathan Dragon
1: <laughs> you're right if they changed nothing else but just called him Nathan Dragon yep. those games would be seven times better yep. yeah yeah but that's that's a good piece. It's probably the best bit of writing uh, I've done on the website. I think it's the best sure. bit of writing
0: on our website, to be fair.
1: I don't want to say that. I know you've said that to me, yeah. but I, don't, I, I don't
0: think know. it's great. It's better than anything I've done. I have pooped out for this website.
1: <laughs> no, don't sell yourself short. You write good words. I do
0: okay, but, but I my heart's not in it in the same way. Like you care about that stuff. Just,
1: I care about that specific piece. I don't have the drive to do that every week
0: no that's why we just have our one a month kind of if we had an editorial mandate it would be one a month we don't actually that's the,
1: the, that's the rate I'm hitting
0: yeah that's I mean if you want to count my uh, dumb strider piece that's where I'm hitting too yep
1: and then that was in like late June I played those okay so I don't even know what's happened since then I but,
0: played I played all the video games is <laughs> <laughs> what
1: happened oh
0: <laughs> Pray tell, all of them. What do you want? To, which one? You got
1: a case. How many of them? You got? I don't. I didn't actually do you... write
0: down a list, but I probably played like a good Oop. ten.
1: Okay, assign them all a number in your head. I so can't
0: you... do that off the top of my head. <laughs> okay
1: Well, then this isn't this dumb bit isn't going to work at all. So we should. What do you? What, what are you interested in hearing about? I, what have you played? I've forgotten. I don't remember anything. <laughs> what oh,
0: okay, what what do I want to talk about? I can talk about Deadly Creatures. Um,
1: <laughs> that's the one. That's yes, no, that's the one. That's the the one with the him and the Dennis Hopper and the f- spiders. Okay, so
0: Deadly S- Creatures is a Wii game uh, published by THQ. Pour one out uh, for those fuckers. Um, nope. <laughs> it, in it, you it's ten chapters long, and you uh, alternate between playing a, a tarantula and a scorpion. And it's kind of like a third person character action game, um, where you're crawling through kind of the American Southwest. It's like a desert or a junk, and like a junkyard area. And, uh, you're fighting other bugs and lizards and a rattlesnake and rats and, nonsense, but you're crawling around you're finding grubs as like your collectibles and you're getting through areas and as you go through these areas you are uh, getting this story that plays out as these two humans, one voiced by Dennis Hopper and one voiced by Billy Bob Thornton are in this desert looking for they're either they're, they're trying to bury a body but they're also trying to find like some confederate gold I don't exactly, it's not super clear, but they're doing both things I think um. And as the spider and the scorpion, you are mortal enemies. So you come across each other once on fight, but you do play as both characters. Uh, the scorpion is much more combat focused because it can block and it has the tail and stuff. The spider can crawl on more things and is faster and more nimble and it can like zip line between spider webs. So there's that. Uh,
1: How in any way does Dennis? how did the the, the, the the is there a connection is i i, I what well, party what are you asking i'm asking everything is there a connect how do the human the, the? it's just it's
0: bits? just a framing device like there's a story being told because there's not really a narrative to you climbing around stuff other than you're you're getting you're exploring these areas and going towards the goal uh, there's no real narrative outside of you kill all the other animals because they're all violent towards you. Uh, this gives it this kind of meta f- narrative framing thing.
1: Are you just dis- are you discovering the story in the areas which you explore? Yeah,
0: because the story like intersects with you almost zero. It's just there.
1: I assume you're coming to it later, and then you go see what's left behind. That's what's in my head.
0: Well, like it opens with this cutscene where. One of them is like, "Well, you know what happened to the, the guy They said he was killed out there in the desert, and they, they don't know what happened, but I know what happened. It was those deadly creatures, and then it cuts <laughs> to you fighting whatever and then you kind of see them like you you're underground a lot, but every once small you'll like come out and they'll be like here's the, here they are digging a grave, or here's like one of their pickup trucks that you're crawling on and stuff and uh so
1: you,
0: you, you hit that, but, like, you don't intersect with... Like, they're not aware of you, you're just in the same environment?
1: Okay. And you, I'm, you mostly I just again. hear
0: them talking, and or, like, digging a grave or whatever while you're walking around, crawling around?
1: Yeah. That's strange, but... I play that, because I, I still... Like, that's a thing I can't really... Put together in my head until I actually play. It's pretty it.
0: good. It's full of creepy. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like a.
1: It's not bad,
0: but it's it's a middling character action game. A lot of waggle moves because it's a Wii game from 2009, something, 2010, something like that. It
1: must have been 2009 because yeah, Dennis Hopper's been dead for. A That's while. right,
0: um, and but uh, there's a lot of terrible. Like when the scorpion takes down a rat. It, like, grabs it with its pinchers and, like, throws it over its head. And then while the rat's, like, on the ground, like, on its belly, it, like, jams its stinger into the rat's skull to kill it as, like, mm-hmm. its quick kill. There's just a lot. If I saw a scorpion do that, I would leave whatever premises I was at and never come back. I would just set fire to everything and never return.
1: Well, that's you're the deadliest creature.
0: Yeah. It's full of... Uh, animal animal violence, it's, uh, it is it is effective at being gross, but not in, like, a super off-putting way, it's just it's yeah. an interesting aesthetic it's not, like, the best game, but uh, there's nothing really like it
1: no, because I, I
0: understand why it is a weird cult thing
1: yeah that's not a thing that was going to be like, oh, Deadly Creatures 2 the hit video game f- coming soon from Activision hmm <laughs> To sign up to the Deadly Creatures Pass. Get your year of deadly, loadable cr- content. Oh, and- no. Don't do that. <laughs> you like you like that? Or do you hate that?
0: I, um... I hate it. I hate it so much.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, what else? I played skateboarding video games. That's what I did. So which ones did you play? Okay. I have the PS1 ones. I played a bunch of Tony Hawk 1, bunch of Tony Hawk 3 and 4 on the PS1.
0: Those were also PS2 games? Is that what you're implying?
1: Those were PS2 games. The PS2 games were the games, the real ones. Okay,
0: I don't really have a lot of experience with Tony Hawk. Um, are all of the Tony Hawk games do that thing where you have like five minutes to complete the area's tricks?
1: No. Okay, is that just the first one? First three. Okay. And that was the core tenant of the series and... After that point, the series struggled with okay, how do we give you a structure? And they mostly settled on just doing missions, like like Skate does. Okay,
0: because Skate is what I really want, and I can't get any more of that. So I was hoping Tony Hawk could fulfill the need.
1: And the the, the best actually actually the best macro structure that series ever did was in Project Eight, um, which is the one because... you keep telling me I should play, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. that's well, that's this is the reason because it's. This this gen, I like the nail the trick stuff. I know people, some people are mixed. It gives you the the best kind of balance of old and new. I feel, and it has this system where you are just there's no like structure to the goals or anything. It's just here are a bunch of goals and areas. Everything you do will earn you points. Get to the top of this leaderboard. It's actually real smart like that. And there's a that's a good game. Can't wait to get back to it. Uh, I, I played like Thrasher Skate and Destroy as well. What kind of game is that? That's really interesting. That's a Game way more than skate. That's just about setting up lines. Like so, the the fact it doesn't have a reset button almost kills the entire game. Because if you bail and fall down the uh-huh. into a different part of the area, you are going to have to re- like roll all the way back. It's going to take thirty seconds of your two minute timer. that's an interesting game. I would have liked to have seen iterations on that idea. Is it relax. like Tony Hawk
0: trick style, where it's a bunch of button combos? No. or No. Okay, is it like skate, I mean, where you're doing...
1: No, it's Tony Hawk style that it is button combos, but they're completely different buttons. It uses the shoulders way more. Is it a
0: lot more like preloading stuff?
1: Yeah, preloading stuff. You preload your trick. Okay, that's
0: cool. I like it's, preloading in my uh, skating all, games.
1: If It's all about preloading. It's the most preloading skateboarding's ever got. It's about planning. What, what, what's actual. that for? What platform?
0: playstation one okay
1: these are the ones that, that the ones sounds ones.
0: like a thing i would want to check out actually
1: it's, it's it's cool it's really hard but it's pretty cool okay it doesn't take that long to get to understand it uh yeah because i'm playing all of those to write a big thing about them yeah who knows how long that'll take but, sure
0: i mean we're not really uh, ready to talk about that yet
1: nope but be uh, be on the lookout so about that. Those wait games, so have
0: games. you played tony hawk two or three and four on like xbox ps2
1: uh, in the past, yes.
0: How does it differ from the PS1 version? Is it just crappier? Are they different games?
1: Okay, well, so Tony Hawk's 3 is kind of where the series completed itself. Uh, the engine changed quite a bit, um, and they added reverts, is the big thing. What's a, but,
0: what, uh, Sorry, what's a revert again? I probably would know if I saw it, but...
1: Oh, man, the fact that you haven't played any Tony Hawk games is making... <laughs> really Okay, so Tony Hawk games are about, like creating large combos yeah basically. i know that give you uh, and the revert is the thing that allowed the combos to go on forever
0: what, what like physically like when a when you are skating what when, does a revert look so, like
1: okay so when you are in the air on a vertical thing yeah. it is so long as you're landing on a like a ramp you can press the right trigger and it turns the uh so he just switches his stance and that counts as a trick on landing and if you go from that into manual then you don't lose your combo from the air. Oh wow. Yeah. It completely changed the entire series.
0: Huh. Okay.
1: Uh, but the sounds a little the,
0: like cheesing it to be fair.
1: Well it is. It completely changes. But changed I assume its, the
0: game is uh, then built around you cheesing it all the time.
1: Three not so much because three's balance meters got way harder. Like, they they made it hard in different ways, but four onwards, that game is not about how many combos can you do because you can do them all forever. Okay. But, not some. I don't know. It's good. It's I'm going to get there. I'm very interested to see how they hold up. Uh, it's a it's an odd series.
0: But you've mostly just been playing Tony Hawk?
1: The first one, I got stuck. I got stuck on the first one. Mm. That game's hard. I mean,
0: are you trying to complete them all? Yeah. Okay. That's tall order. Have you, had a, it is. have you had a chance to check out the Game Boy Advance versions yet? Because I'm actually really interested in those.
1: No, because uh, I don't have a Game Boy Advance.
0: I can set you up with something.
1: <laughs> I I want to get. A, I also just want to get a Game Boy Advance SP at some point. Oh, sure. I mean,
0: those are nice to have anyway.
1: Uh, but I will probably check those out last, to be honest. Okay. Because the console games are their own thing. They're, they're very separate things. I can do them in order.
0: Are you going to check them out before or after Sean White?
1: Sean White's skateboarding Yeah, is that
0: isn't that a game? I've
1: I've already played that. Okay. That's a that's a good skateboarding game until it becomes a platformer.
0: Isn't that the one where you're like <laughs> building platforms as you skate? Yes.
1: Yeah, okay. Oh god Ugh. <laughs> oh. Anyway, that's skateboarding games. Okay. It's, ask me anything about skateboarding games minute. Uh
0: tell me about uh seven twenty.
1: The uh, original, the first skateboarding game in the uh, in the arcade and Atari.
0: Yeah, I don't actually know anything about it. To be fair,
1: it's it's a vert game. It's all vert tricks. Okay. It's all about pushing and pressing the vert button.
0: Interesting. I didn't actually know what era it was from. I thought it was an NES game, not an Atari game. So that's interesting.
1: Oh, that's '86. That. One.
0: Oh wow! Okay, I was a uh, one year old. You did not exist.
1: Accurate. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Christ sorry <laughs> it's true and then Skate or Die came came along and introduced us to theme tunes oh you're just
0: gonna let me put Skate or Die 2 music in this now thanks
1: yep no problem in yeah in the segment breaks we don't have
0: sorry it's just going in here right now
1: <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> Okay, number three. No, I didn't even... This is a... Uh, that's a bit... I, that's a, uh, tell me about another video game.
0: What? Oh, I played Papo Yo.
1: Oh, In like yes a single day.
0: Uh, which is the perfect way to play Papo Yo. So... Puppy Yo! I feel bad about, because it was one of those games that I was excited for, because it looked like it was up my alley, but then people were like, oh, well, it's kind of rough, like it has some frame rate problems or whatever, and I'm like, oh, if it's if it's not technically sound, maybe I should just wait. And then I never went back to it. And I feel like a total dick for doing so, because in actuality, all of those problems felt super overblown compared to like the things that game does very right. Uh,
1: if that game came out even a year later, everyone would have liked it a lot. More, yeah,
0: no, sure. I, I think that's accurate. Because it's really smart and polished increasingly. Uh, if you're in an interesting game space and you're trying to tell stories, is not as valued, and nor, nor should it be, really. Uh, Agreed. It's an overblown hyperbolic thing to care about a game being polished over everything else. Uh, but that game is great. I mean, I kind of knew everything about it going in, but it didn't change, like, the amount that that world, like, instilled awe and, like, kind of, like, terror. Like, it's upsetting, even though I knew, like, exactly what the framework of that game is and, like, what it was about and how it ends. Like, it doesn't, it didn't change anything. Yeah. It still managed to land really well. Um If people don't know, Papo Yo is a... Is it, on do everything is just PC and PS3.
1: PCPS 3.
0: Okay. It is a uh, third person uh, platforming adventure kind of game. You're a young boy. Uh, It is. Gosh. Chilean? Brazilian? There's a lot of. Brazilian. There's a lot of favela looking places, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, okay. Um, And it is a. You are. The game opens with you hiding in a closet from an abusive parent, and you find this portal that takes you into this strange uh, like mythology world, and you quickly find this giant monster who you kind of lead around. And the monster is kind of childlike, but it can also be really dangerous, because if it eats the wrong thing, it goes into this rage, and then it will attack you and just everything until you can find a way to calm it and you're, you're going through all these puzzles to try to lead it through these environments that increasingly get abstract. Uh, and it is very much a game about the game creator trying to deal with growing up with an abusive parent in metaphor, and it's really good. Uh, yeah. Man, it's there are things in that game that are just incredible. Uh, it actually reminded me a lot of Enslaved in some way, even though it has, like, zero yeah. dialogue. There's something about the, the way the world unfolds. There's mm-hmm. a bigness to it that uh, reminded me most of Enslaved.
1: Yeah, no, I've played about 45 minutes of and yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great game. I, I played it in like two sittings on a Sunday afternoon. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that game, I feel bad. I really do. I should have played it a long time ago.
1: But it might have been buggy, Matt. It might have had some...
0: Oh, I, I'm an idiot, is what happened. I'm an idiot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have the excuse of not having a PS3 at the time.
0: Sure. Uh, I own it. I owned it on Steam. I mean, to be fair, my computer, this one probably wouldn't run it as well, but...
1: No, mine struggled. Uh, it's one of those indie, um, like smaller titles yep. that hasn't been optimized that well. Oh,
0: there's that one game, that one with the... I don't remember what it it's called. It's just a bunch of, like, consonants or whatever all run together in caps. Do you know that indie game I'm talking about? Yeah. About, like, that, like, there's that giant spaceship overhead. And it's just kind of a walking game. I cannot get that to run on this computer for crap. Like, my frame rate's, like, nine the entire time. So that's a game I nice. actually really like to play once, now that I have a computer that can run it. Uh
1: it's it's the, finally the time. Yeah. Right? Uh,
0: the problem with Unity games, I mean, Unity opens up a lot of doors, but it's real easy to make a thing that's just not very optimized in Unity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and Not oh, that Pablo apologize. is a Unity game, but it's of that type, where it's a game that yep. looks really good, but kind of chugs a little. On PS3, it's fine. Oh, yeah. Because it'd have to be, because CERT.
1: Yep. For better or worse. It's what CERT does.
0: Yeah. Ideally, you know. I've had games crash before.
1: I have games of video. I mean Ollie Oli crashes crash like every place. like
0: ten games, so
1: Oh for the love of god, Ollie Ollie is the worst. Yeah. How like, that... Oh
0: I mean that game's great, but man, it's a crashy mess sometimes.
1: I have known that game to bail. But uh to to to, to bail.
0: Shut up. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I here's a thing I wanted to ask you about that wasn't actually on our docket. Okay. I've only ever played Burnout Paradise.
1: You should play Burnout 3. Burnout 3, not Revenge? You can play Burnout Revenge if you want to. 3's the the other what's, one. There what's are... the difference? Burnout Revenge is a sequel to Burnout 3. Burnout 3 is its own game.
0: Okay, but they're kind of the same thing where like... It's got, like, those, like, event structure ladders or whatever, and you do the various things, like... Burnout,
1: or... F- Burnout Three structure is a bit different. Uh, Burnout 3 inv- is like a world map. It, Burnout Three structure is very similar to how Hot Pursuit unfolds. Okay.
0: So you're driving around uh, an open world, or...?
1: No, 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 Hot Pursuit. Oh, okay, Not... Hot
0: Pursuit, right. I was thinking of Rivals about... for whatever reason. The yeah, only it's... person on Earth who's thinking about Rivals right now.
1: I thought you were thinking of Most Wanted, the other one, but... <laughs> <laughs> Leave a speed ripe. Yeah, that's a pull.
0: I mean, I own right. that badly, so that's why. I know
1: why I know why and how that happened. It was. Stakes were baked. I games. bought a
0: PS4 and I'm like, I should get a game and I don't want Assassin's Creed. I should have bought Assassin's Creed. I would have been much happier.
1: No, because then you'd be moaning about how crap Assassin's Creed is. There was no winning move. The only I don't think move Assassin's was Creed played. was that crap.
0: I mean, it had sea shanties, right? It's true. I've been listening to a decent amount of that, uh, that newest Bellowhead album, by the way. I really like it.
1: It's real good. Yeah. It's real good stuff. What's the best song? I, I don't What's know,
0: it? but it's way up my alley. I just put it on when I'm like driving somewhere. It's on my tablet.
1: Okay. I'm a person that has favorite songs from the like, first... Like, it shifts, but I always have my standout songs. That's how I am. Anyway, that's music talk. Uh, so the thing with um, Burnout 3 is it's where they added takedowns. So Burnout 3 is the first big shift. Wait, they didn't have takedowns? It, like, No, that's the point of the thing I wrote. I
0: know. Um, I guess, I mean, I read it, but explain it to me.
1: Okay, so the first game is just a racer, right? Oh, Uh, right. just an arcade racer. But then who cares? That's not what Brad's about at all. Well, no, but the the point is, and the start of that game was advertised on, like, the fact that you could crash any time, and crashing was a bigger thing. Okay. And the combination of really fast boost, feeling good, plus the you crashing, taking away at any time, is the core of burnout. And then the only way to expand on that is to force other people to crash instead of you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what they did. Uh, crash mode is a step in a completely different direction because it's just a you know
0: arcade puzzle political. game,
1: yeah, which I love in its own yeah. way, but it's not a burnout game. It is, but you know what I mean. Um, Where takedowns were added in three, and some people would
0: argue that. Crash mode is the core of what Burnout is. I mean, a lot of people complained when Paradise came out because it didn't have that.
1: That mode would not fit. Really sure, the stuff
0: but I'm just saying, Par- like, people really like Crash mode.
1: Cra- Crash mode is the core of what Crash mode is. They are separate games on similar ideas.
0: That's why they made Burnout Crash, which is garbage.
1: Oh, man. I wish we lived in a world where they did that just correctly correct <laughs> me. We just took the Burnout uh, Paradise engine and put Crash... Or or we just took the Burnout 3 engine and put more Crash mode in it. You know, that's really what people wanted. Yeah.
0: Not your top-down, quasi-pinball bullshit game.
1: Oh, my God. Ugh. 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 In every way. Uh, No, uh, Burnout 3 is where they added takedowns, and it's a racing game, first and foremost... Obviously, uh, they add a road rage as well in that one. Uh, but Burnout F- Revenge, because there's nowhere to go once like takedowns are similar to how reverts are in Tony Hawk, is that once you've added that, the system's kind of complete. There's nowhere to go. So th- Revenge adds a bunch of like you can crash into the back of traffic that isn't oncoming and traffic in your own lane in Revenge and not get hurt. Yeah. Okay. And you can also then use those cars that you crash into to aim at other cars to try to take them out. Nice. It's yeah, it's, it's cool, but it's way more just a super game about just destroying everything. There's a mode called Traffic Check in which the streets are packed, and you just crash, 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 crash through everything. It's pretty good. Uh, but Burnout 3 is the one, I would say, to, to check out. But they're both not, they're no, neither of them are too expensive. Burnout Is Burnout
0: 3 on last-gen consoles?
1: They're both on
0: 360.
1: Okay. I might, I might come up then.
0: I thought w I, I thought them. revenge was like a cross gen thing for some reason.
1: It is. Uh it is. Okay. It's the um 3 is only original Xbox, but it works the it, you can download it from the three sixty store. Okay. And the the three sixty version of Revenge is on the three sixty store as well. Okay.
0: I hope probably for like thirty dollars though is the problem.
1: Uh it was fifteen bucks for uh, fifteen quid for me, so it'll be about twenty bucks for
0: you. Yeah, I can get that at GameStop for way cheaper.
1: And the biggest thing that will shock you about those earlier games is the driving model is very different. Oh, really? It's way more tight. Like, Because when they added stunt runs in Paradise, they had to make sure that you could actually jump. Uh, it feels way more arcade in that way that everything kind of sticks to the road. You don't feel like you're actually driving on anything. You're just controlling a, a fake car. Mm. Uh, That's what Burnout was before. The the Paradise is a better game than every other Burnout game that came before it put together.
0: Okay. So I should really just play Burnout or or Paradise some more.
1: Yeah, always do that. I still do that. I've done that like every month this year. Yeah, I
0: mean, or you could just, uh, listeners could just watch our entire archives of Read for Speed and watch Jackson play Burnout
1: to completion. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Accurate. Unplanned, but accurate. Yeah.
0: We have, an, we have an entire audiobook Let's Play of Burnout Paradise.
1: I think that is actually one of the best things we've done. Oh,
0: it's it'll be hard to top because it was so serendipitous.
1: Too bad no one will ever watch it. Maybe when we, maybe like people will discover us and be like, oh, they have this ridiculous thing. Remember when Need for Speed was a movie?
0: No, I barely remember and I saw it and read the book.
1: <laughs> Little Pete. <laughs> Little Pete. <laughs> so please,
0: hey, your RIP, little Pete. Tweet the other day,
1: I often think about little. I don't. That's not true. Sometimes, Cause usually I just it's more that I load up iTunes and it's advertising the Need for Speed. Movie oh, really? Someone got ca- I guess. <laughs> it causes me to think of little Pete. Uh, I think of little Pete. I think of Applebee's. And I think of Machete Man Gang. Yeah,
0: Machete Man Those Gang. The, <laughs> the, 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 the only on the cutter room floor. They're very upset. They had a union contract and everything.
2: <laughs> it's true.
1: I drove on the ceiling. That the only time I've ever been able to drive on the ceiling in Burnout Paradise. Yeah,
0: it was great. Oh, you stopped reading anyway. the cheer you on when you did that.
1: It's true. So, what's what other video game things have been going on?
0: God, what else have I played, Jackson? You've been paying attention.
1: Have I? You, play, you played Strider, but you wrote about I wrote Strider. about
0: Strider. I've been playing Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze for the Wii U. That's a... Uh, that's a fucking...
1: And the other Donkey Kong. And... Christ, now or, now it's still coming back to me. I was talking you about Donkey Kong oh, Returns
0: games. 3D last time we did this. I remember. Because our last episode talked... It's titled about Donkey Kong.
1: Yes, that was the whole thing. I'm... Was... Had you played Kirby by that point? You
0: no. Know, oh. Me... No? Yeah, me... Me... Mm. We
1: should to do this more often.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about Kirby a little bit.
1: So how is this Wii U Donkey Kong? Is it good? Is it a good video game? So
0: it's like the uh, 3DS Wii Donkey Kong Country Returns in that it is made by Retro. It's very much the same style. Now you have, instead of just Diddy Kong, you have all three Kongs as your possible uh, like helper Kongs. You have Diddy, you have Dixie, and you have Cranky. Um... Each of them comes with their own mechanic, so Diddy Kong has his hover, like, barrel rocket pack that lets you, like, do a hover jump. Dixie has her twirling hair thing that lets you do kind of basically the Yoshi flutter jump where you gain height. And uh, Cranky Kong has his cane, which you use, like, the Shovel Knight or DuckTales pogo jump thing. lets you pogo jump off of spikes and stuff and not take damage. Otherwise, it is just a straightforward, incredibly beautiful... Uh, incredibly hard 2D platformer. Uh, those games are punishing, not in like an unfair way, and not in like the same way as like Super Meat Boy or uh, Thousand one Spikes. Or they're not like one of those massive core kind of games, but they just lay out these levels and demand that you learn them and be good. And uh, it's not like a memorization game. It's just you have to, and not even play conservatively, yeah. but you just have to play really smart.
1: You have to know what... When you're jumping, you have to know how far your jump will be. You have to mm-hmm. know how like, the jumps you can It's manage. It's the
0: laziest comparison anybody makes in video games in 2014. But if Dark Souls was a platformer, it would be Donkey Kong Country. Put my headphones
1: down, fuck this.
0: <laughs> it's true, though. Like, all the same rules apply. Like, it gives you all of these things and expects you to learn them. And Is it a roguelike? No, it's not a roguelike <laughs> at all. I have, like, 99 lives. I can't get any more lives. <laughs> It's actually pretty generous with that stuff. But then at the same time, the bonus level of World 2, I literally spent an hour trying to beat.
1: Yeah. I mean, those games aren't about lives. No. They they were never about lives. No.
0: Uh, I mean, they're arguably more about lives than Mario is still, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks great, too. Nintendo's track record of making their games look amazing in HD continues apace. Uh... That's really the secret best part of the Wii U is just watching HD versions of all the things you love.
1: Is is Donkey Kong still the worst? <sighs> do you still hate do you still hate Donkey Kong? Please update me on this. So I don't I don't think I'm ever gonna
0: like Donkey Kong, and I think it's just because he's like a big lumbering character and I hate big lumbering characters. That I can, Mm -hmm. that I can be Dixie, or like put Dixie on his back makes everything better because Dixie's way cooler, so anytime I can be Dixie, I'm happy in that game. Uh, and thus, I like it more than the last one. Uh, but Donkey Kong's still stupid. He's still got his big grin and his dumb tie.
1: Still wants to collect all the bananas. All the
0: bananas. (sighs) Though there's less point now because I have 99 lives and bananas just give you lives. But, if you connect the banana coins uh, in the Funky Kong's shop because now Funky Kong is back running the shop because Cranky's busy being on your back sometimes Uh, you can go and play this capsule machine and get weird like 3D figurines of all the characters in the game uh, because it's a Nintendo game so of course there's some weird collection mechanic about capsule machines because Game & Wario has that too for no good reason other than of course Game & Wario does because Uh, The best WarioWare game, which is WarioWare Twisted, has a huge thing where you're just collecting weird little toys uh, with, like, uh, bonus tokens you get. WarioWare Twisted is a beautiful game that everyone should play. Track down a copy, because you have to play it on a physical thing. You can't emulate that because of the way it works, but it's great. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. WarioWare, secretly the best thing Nintendo's ever done.
1: So, how many things have been secretly the best thing Nintendo's ever done on this podcast so far? About six.
0: Uh, that's not true. I didn't. <laughs> you just. You just used that phrase about the Wii U HD. Uh, it's the secret best thing about the Wii U. It's not the secret best thing <laughs> okay. Nintendo's ever done. There's a lot of secret best.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's 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 a good phrase. It's an evocative phrase. No wonder we come back to it. Yeah. Sorry, I completely fucked up everything right now. No, it's okay. uh...
0: So I tried to play Fire Emblem Awakening again, and I don't think I have it in me to do that anytime soon. That's an exhausting game, Jackson.
1: You wanted to go Fire Emblem (sighs) Asleepening. So, I really like the part of...
0: (laughs) I really like the part of Fire Emblem where you're just managing inventory and pairing people up for, like, ships... I dislike the part where it's actually a really stressful kind of demanding strategy game on top of it. <laughs> if I could just ship each, everybody and play it like a visual novel and just have the rest of that stuff happen on its own, I would gladly just skip all of the actual gameplay. And that's really bad, but, I know. And
1: I, I think like the selling point of that entire series is the tension, right? Like The, the selling point is that all those other elements are utilized in order to wrap yes it up yes and no, I that. mean
0: that's always been what the series like the series is a great strategy game I'm not going to say it's not, like even if I find it exhausting sometimes because um, that's just not really my genre but uh, this game in particular, more than most they've added all of that extra, they've they've personated it up in a very real, very deliberate way uh, yeah. it's hard to ignore Which... and it's it's so good that stuff yeah
1: Oh yeah. No, the Fire Emblem um, Awakening the shipping game is really
0: It's just because it's really well written. Like they there's so many characters and they don't even get a whole lot of depth to them, but their the little characterizations are really
1: on point. They get enough. They like give every character their angle. Yep. Uh, so you know what their deal is and then can be like, that angle goes with that angle. Have both. Or, or
0: the game points to, they're like, give you these characters, it's like, these ones are obviously supposed to be together so you never want to do that.
1: Oh, God, no. Yeah. <laughs> or the, being very disappointed that only straight pairings are allowed.
0: Sure. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a bummer, but stall's still, still I mean, around just... for my character to hook up with so I'm alright.
1: <laughs> you're you're alright with that. You can you can work that.
0: Yeah, because otherwise it'd be Sully. Because of course it'd be Sully. She's the Chie of Fire Emblem.
1: She is. I think yeah. She's the one with which one, Sully? She's
0: like the red-haired knight. She has short hair. Okay, she's... yeah.
1: Sully is exactly the one I thought. Yes, yeah, right. Chie so, of Fire Emblem. Yeah. <laughs> Are you referring to another Chie Fire Emblem? <laughs> no. I was just slow on the ball. Yeah.
0: Chie Satnaka would-be cop kung fu expert steak aficionado you know who i'm talking about
1: it's true really I,
0: let's just play persona again like fuck everything we'll just play persona let's. 4 as our game club
1: <laughs> you, you you would that's the worst part oh no, i played through that
0: game this year if you want to play persona 3 portable I, I, we're on board let's do it
1: i mean i do need an excuse to actually finish that no because we when persona 5 comes out we're gonna do i know what's gonna happen. i know We need to save ourselves. Except for
0: Persona 5 is going to come out in America six months before Europe and you're not going to get it. So
1: so long as they don't do the thing they did with Arena. It was just
0: Arena, though, because Arena 2 is region free. I
1: I assume there was probably
0: some weird stipulation there that they, like, were forced them to do it. I don't know.
1: All right, so that's good.
0: So what you're saying is when Persona 5 comes out, I'm buying two copies and shipping you one.
1: Or I'll just buy one. Sure. And shiver to myself but yes if that game doesn't come out in Europe immediately I'm importing it, that it'll, does any Atlas
0: game come out in Europe immediately
1: uh, well uh, it's been slightly quick it's been quicker each time sure
0: but you still don't have uh Tensei 4 yet
1: no but that game was that did that game come out while Sega did the thing
0: it was before Sega did the thing
1: yeah okay so now that it's shifted to Sega doing the thing and this, this is the new the new wave of Persona games like Persona Q and stuff that's the test. Are case. you getting Persona Q on time? Do you, you know, I don't. Let me let me check.
0: Because we're getting it end of November, end of October, I think.
1: Yeah. No. Okay. We're never getting video games again. Uh, Persona Q isn't even announced for the UK. It seems. So you're gonna need to ship that in from America. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when, uh, specifically Atlas way,
0: they don't announce Europe until way later.
1: No, Persona Q uh, release date EU November twenty eighth. Okay,
0: that's not too bad.
1: That's three days after America. Okay, yeah, so okay, cool. That's so. Maybe they've done it. Maybe it's time.
0: Nice.
1: No longer will we have to wait for Persona games.
0: Oh, I'm sure they'll find a way.
1: Yeah, that's true. What if there's? Okay, I don't want to terrify you. What? If, what if there's a bunch of microtransactions in Persona Five?
0: Then I'll suck it up and give them all my money.
1: <laughs> what if? What if it turns into a. It's a Namco game I don't think I don't think that's Going to happen actually But What if you have to Pay money for every costume
0: Uh Then I'll buy less costume I'll have less costumes But that's okay Because I only really Ever want like one or two
1: It's true That's accurate This is
0: I want their winter wear And I want some novelty Like everyone's in suits
1: Yeah I was going to say I want them all in suits What are you talking about I want I want Fake
0: Because the winter fashion Is always the best fashion Because that's true of life and
1: yeah no I can't. yeah
0: and then i want suits because why wouldn't you want suits
1: i want these if i can get if i can get the main character in a dojima
0: inspired outfit like in persona 4 golden that'd be good
1: persona 4 golden and it's ridiculous silliness i want all games to just add the things Persona 4 golden if i could gold.
0: get the main character of persona 5 in the re arena ultimax main character you with his shirt open wearing a giant gold belt I'll I'll pay money for that.
1: <laughs> there are a lot of disappointing things that we have covered in depth about the mass effect trilogy but the lack of true casual wear customization.
0: I mean Just, I played uh, I played uh Kasumi's DLC. I got a nice evening gown to wear.
1: To one specific thing I want, when, I I want citadel, I, when I'm on the citadel when I'm the citadel I want I don't want to be wearing some bullshit. I want want to be wearing my citadel clothes. Oh sure, absolutely. Especially since the
0: armor in Mass Effect is boring as hell.
1: I hate Mass Effect armor. I hate it so much.
0: Yep. Especially compared to like everyone's outfits look way cooler. Yes. My Shepard 2 should be able to wear Miranda's hexagonal booty shorts.
1: (laughs) Oh man, if only. God.
0: (laughs) Mass Effect's really dumb.
1: Yeah, but wouldn't it be so much more of a better done if you could fully customize the out matching outfits for your entire team? Yes,
0: absolutely. That's that is half the reason Star Trek Online was good. You could just make <laughs> uniforms is, for everybody and color code that them. That is
1: at least seventy yep. percent of the reason Star Trek Online was yeah. good. Half is a low number. So I want I want that badge and I want that that that. Uh, that color system. Hang yep, on. I want
0: yeah. white uniforms, but I want like the department colors on like these chevrons yeah. on the like like on the ribs that are on there, and then like black pants.
1: I want yeah, I want the the Mass Effect Star Trek bit cre- Starship Creator game. That's what that's the that's the Star Trek game they should bring back. Yeah, I don't really even care about the Star ships. Creator.
0: I just want to make uniforms.
1: Yeah, but that's what I mean. Customize everything about your ship and your crew and their uniforms and what they. And then I'll never play the game. I mean, Star I mean, Trek
0: Online is half of a good game, too.
1: I played some of it. It was okay. The ground
0: stuff's really boring. The ship battles are really cool. It takes a while That's to open true. up to where it's really interesting, but the more stuff you throw in there, it actually has a lot going on. I like it. I'm, anyway. disapp-
1: I'm disappointed we never got a sequel to Bridge Commander.
0: Uh, Yeah, but look, we there's a lot of things to be disappointed about with Star Trek now. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, but it's true. <laughs> Star Trek's a barrel true. of disappointment.
1: <sighs> There's
0: a new movie coming.
1: Don't
0: you know it's gonna be a pile of shit.
1: What's gonna what's gonna what's it gonna be? What's what are they gonna do? What's gonna happen in Star Trek three?
0: Someone in Starfleet blows up Starfleet headquarters as f- a false flag <laughs> operation and they have to fight the Klingons.
1: Uh, it's the fiftieth anniversary of Star Trek. What do they do? What does Bob Orsey do?
0: exactly what I explained to you. Some weird nine eleven 11 truther bullshit.
1: They've already done that. They can't do exactly that.
0: They again. didn't do it. They didn't commit.
1: You <laughs> think it's going to be the same movie but more so? Yep. Just full on. Oh, this time someone actually blew up Earth. Yep. And surprise it was Starfleet.
0: So now, now Spock and Kirk are without home. <laughs> Just go to Ryza, fuck you, it's just them on a the beach for two hours. I'd watch that movie, that'd be pretty hard.
1: Right. All, all the complaints about Star Trek 3 is that it's too dark, and they just overcompensate in the worst, best way by just going to Ryza. Yep. Oh. It's just
0: our homoerotic Star Trek fan fiction dreams all made true.
1: Matt, that'd be that'd be good. I'd, I'd watch
0: that. Yeah. Into Star Trek, it's over. And then we're gonna get Captain Worf. <laughs>
1: Captain Worf would be terrible.
0: I would watch Captain if You shut your face. <laughs> I would watch it too.
1: I don't want to see Worf as a captain. Oh, it could be good. You don't know. It's, it's true. I wouldn't put anything past him.
0: It'd it all be in who the peripheral cast is.
1: Who would you make... How would you do that? Who would you surround Worf with? I don't know. Because oh, Worf can't be the central character of the show. I... I he, like, he could be in the same
0: way Picard's the central character of Next Gen. Because I actually don't yeah. think there's that much difference between old Worf and Picard, except a little more violent.
1: Sure, but the central character of TNG is Data, so. Sure.
0: Uh, and you can't do a hologram because we already got the Doctor.
1: I, I, I don't know. I, no, no, but you need a. Because Data as a character brings out all of Picard's best qualities, so you need a character that can do the same for Worf. I don't know. DS Nine is such an ensemble show that who even knows what you if you actually had to make a proper new Star Trek show who what would I don't know where you'd start.
0: I mean, what what's the main ten of the show? What's it about?
1: It's Captain it's Captain. So your mandate is Captain Worf. Yeah, but
0: like, where's the state of the universe? Like, are we going to continue this, this on ups- with Ro- Romulus blew up?
1: Assume yes. Assume it is that universe, but. Romulus blew up.
0: Okay, so it's basically what actually Star Trek Online did, but I think it'd be really interesting to... Uh, Romulus blowing up destabilized the reason so bad that, like, Romulus went to the Federation for help because the Klingons decided to make a land grab into the Romulan Empire once Romulus yeah. blew up. So you would just have Klingons as antagonists.
1: And that was that would make Captain Wolf interesting. Yeah, Because, yeah.
0: And then you put a Romulan or two on the crew.
1: Put yes. a Romulan
0: on, and maybe put a Reman on. Like, redesign them so they don't look stupid, but put one on.
1: <laughs> no, keep them stupid. What are you talking about? Put an about?
0: Andorian on, because we want Andorians back. <laughs>
1: just, just bring back bring back. Jeff- Jeffrey Coons plays every other character.
0: <laughs> maybe the ship has, like, a holographic crew member just naturally. Like, Starfleet just comes with them now.
1: Well, the doctor would still exist. It'd just be a new person playing the doctor. No, no,
0: no. Like, not the emergency medical hologram, but like every ship comes equipped with a holographic crew member. Like, they, Voyager came back, and they're like, "Oh, well, the doctor was really interesting. Let's experiment with putting one of these on every ship."
1: But not specifically uh, the doctor as as a medical. Right, member. just
0: as a crew member.
1: Okay, but what? How would that fit into anything? That's maybe hmm.
0: they're the helmsman. That makes sense, right?
1: <laughs> the ones that always fly out into space in the next-gen movies. <laughs> that happens multiple times. I just mean, like,
0: you know, they, they run the ship, they are the ship, right? Like, they're...
1: Yeah, but that's, well, that's, 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 that's... It's the same that's way in really next-gen, they yeah. always ask
0: data about things that they could just ask the computer that's always listening, and he just accesses <laughs> the same computer database.
1: Oh, so you're saying that instead of computer-computer, they actually just have computer as a straight-up hologram? Yeah,
0: it's just EDI or whatever.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's see. This is a great tangent.
0: I mean, I just Not... tied it back into Mass Effect, so I saved everything.
1: I or I just said ED about thirty seconds before you said. ED. Okay,
0: I didn't hear you. I was too busy in my own head.
1: Too busy thinking about Captain Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Lo- was what What's the, the logo? What? What? Uh, what's the design of the badge? Now, that's that's what's important. <laughs> they
0: <laughs> just just, they back just go design. back to the uh, the Delta. There's nothing on the background.
1: What's the de- which one's that? Just
0: the the swoop, the delta, like the little arrowhead thing. Just that.
1: Oh, so there's no background. Yeah, it's just straight. It, it actually up,
0: okay. lo- ends up looking a lot like the movie Star Trek, so even though it takes place in the real universe.
1: I don't know. I, mean, I like my physical badges. I mean.
0: mean, yeah, it's still a badge, but it's just the delta.
1: Okay, it's just the de- does it have the bit inside? Even though, it, little... even though the
0: act of having a communicator like that in the world, like we're in a post-cell phone world, makes zero sense at all. I want to point
1: this out. It's too good though. True. They tap the communicator when they want to talk. Sure. It's it's great. It's great. I'm saying It's true.
0: I mean maybe put a Borg on there. Like who knows? You could have the, they... I think the main point of a new Star Trek is you just pack that ship full of so many aliens.
1: <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Like why wouldn't you?
1: Well, because then you have the one human who is now feeling really weird that, that they're the minority on the yeah, ship, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what you do with that character.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. uh, they like joined Starfleet to explore the universe, but then Starfleet feels unfamiliar to them in the post they got. And yeah, that's that's what you do with them. And you put everyone else as just one of Star Trek's thousands of races. Yeah,
0: because then it becomes, like, in a world where the Klingons are, like, being militaristic, Starfleet, like, they're trying to prevent war and the ship is also, like, this bastion of, like, what it means to have a diverse culture in the 24th century.
1: Well, it would have to be, because would be, like, his only Klingon in the Federation status would be even more crazy at this point. What if he's not?
0: What if, like, uh, like I mean, a group of Klingons w- defected and joined the Federation? He
1: clearly wouldn't be. I've assumed by even Deep Space Nine there'd be a bunch of Klingons in the federation probably not many but sure not many but like at least 20 i'm saying yeah. same way that there's yeah. frangies
0: in the federation
1: yeah but what what's the one what's the guy
0: yeah
1: right because he was the first yeah
0: he plays the trail
1: yeah he did he did that shit yeah i would this is a great idea for a show and i'm sad again i'm sad all over again
0: yeah i mean being sad about star trek's what we do
1: <laughs> shoot we just stopped this podcast for 20 minutes to be sad about stuff. That's right. you, Which I feel... Someone's going to enjoy it's it. I feel fine. I feel that... Just, uh, whatever crosses over with the people...
0: have for video games jackson what else did you play?
1: I, played Out- I played a bit of outland i didn't finish it but i played a bit of outland. oh
0: man i really like outland
1: outland's really good uh it's frustrating in many ways but like in all the ways that um a massive studio making a small game in 2011 is frustrating. so outland
0: is a game for uh ps3 xbox 360s downloadable services is it on pc I do.
1: Not i don't know. think
0: it is uh, what year did it come out? Do you know twenty ten probably would be my guess?
1: I think it was twenty eleven. Okay,
0: twenty eleven. Sure, that makes sense. It was early in the year, whatever year it was.
1: Twenty eleven, April twenty eleven.
0: Yeah, um, and it's oh yeah, because it was during the. Thing. It's a silhouetted Metroidvania style game. Like, uh, it's very like tribalistic in its design. You're a like warrior. And you're going through these, like, temple loads. There's a lot of forestry in the background, but everything's, you're, you and the enemies are all, like, black, except you have color accents, either red or blue, and the game trades in, like, this Ikaruga mechanic where things that are the same color as you, like, their, their weapons don't hurt, like, their, their energy blasts or whatever don't hurt you, but you do less damage to them when you attack them. That's how that works, right? Okay. Um. You
1: don't, you can't, you can't damage any,
0: Anything the same I'm color not... as you? No. Yeah, okay. Um, and so, it it is like a weird action puzzle game. Uh, it, it, it doesn't have as much exploration as most Metroidvania games, but because the action stuff revolves around the Icarina mechanic, I feel like you get more out of the minutes-to-minute stuff. But, yeah, that game's hard.
1: It's really hard. The minutes-to-minute stuff is great. The com- But it's like ooh, like the, the core mechanic and idea that makes that game cool is executed really well but all the peripheral stuff suffers a bit like the 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 lack of cool exploration is very disappointing the, the fact that it's just like four four levels segmented off, oh, yeah but then they still still have a bunch of hidden secrets to backtrack to mm-hmm. like either make it straight on just linear and you don't go back or go full metroidvania otherwise it's just really unsatisfying when you're yeah just Running through old areas to find a heart you missed. Yeah, no,
0: it's it's uh it's not as bad as Strider is at that because Strider maybe the worst of that I've seen, but it's not, <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not ideal. It's not what you really want. Uh, but the atmosphere and just the stuff that game is beautiful.
1: And then like they'll have an atmosphere, and then some ridiculous text will come yep. up, and someone will narrate, explain for And, be like, and be like, let's skip oh.
0: this fast.
1: <laughs> yeah, because. Th- Right, so if you go to the Wikipedia page, the game has a really complex plot. Apparently, yeah, but none of it matters. And... No, none of it matters, and it's all better if they didn't explain any of it because the images are evocative enough that you can pick up everything. And even if there are subtleties there, like the explicitly telling you them, completely makes them ineffective. Right, mm-hmm. uh, and it's 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 baffling. Yeah, it's baffling. It's a weird
0: game. It's one of those that like you can see the kind of things that they eventually did with UbiArt in that game.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. It's the start of that, Yeah, right? That's where you see... Oh, Ubisoft making some more cool arty games. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it's a good it's a good one of those. I mean, it's not perfect, obviously, but uh, there's nothing really like it.
1: It has perhaps the worst cover I've ever seen. Yeah,
0: no. Nobody played that game because it, it, they didn't advertise it. It came out at a time where the download services were really like, it was just a bad time.
1: And then the only thing that people could see was the most red and blue yep. man with a sword thing ever. Yeah. Like, that game looks terrible. And the
0: cover didn't which- just say Metroidvania with Ikaruga in it, <laughs> which is all you actually <laughs> really need to sell most people on that.
1: <laughs> if, if you just put those words on it. Yeah. Metroidvania cross at
0: The Xbox Live Indie Games segment back when that was real. It, people just have covers I- with, like, text on them.
1: I've seen those. Yeah,
0: just I've seen
1: fake Minecraft. <laughs> yeah,
0: Ikaru- Metroidvania with Icaruga in it, just like badly spaced out, like the words wrap like halfway through the word on the cover, and they would still probably yep. sell better than Outland.
1: Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah, disappointing, but everyone should go back and check that out because it is cool. Yeah, it's really good. Playing old games. I've played nothing from this year except Bravely Default. I feel like.
0: Um, yeah, you didn't play jazz punk.
1: I played a, a bit of jazz punk. I didn't fully play jazz punk.
0: Yeah, terrible person. It's
1: true. Well, this has been readily established, especially at the start. I of feel
0: like game. I played something recently, and I just don't remember what it is.
1: Probably, because that's been you've been playing every video game. They blur into one.
0: Yeah. Was it on Steam? No.
1: It was on something else. W- on pray tell
0: it'd probably be a PS3 then
1: a, PS- a recent PS3 game
0: I don't know I guess not I'm playing Rogue Legacy on my Vita that's like a perfect Vita game for the record but you, you could have guessed that
1: I can't play that I don't like that game oh you don't I do I don't know I don't like the uh, learning curve and the weird progression of that game I feel the the fact that you the way that the prices increase in the store, and the way that it's like not completely random. You can brute force some things, with not other things. It's really unsatisfying to progress in that game.
0: Interesting. because I, I, you hit a I think a I think all of the concrete things you said are true, but I think it's really fun to progress in that game because I feel like I every time I buy like something, like unlock a new thing, it feels radically like I feel way more empowered suddenly.
1: Maybe I've just been buying bad things and am now stuck and hit against a wall. And also, I'm not as good at that game as I need to be to get further. Yeah,
0: I'm okay at it. I mean, it's it's a hard game. Uh, I don't know. I I like its mechanics because it's just Castlevania as a roguelike. True. I mean, the jump's a little floatier than it needs to be. And, and yeah, like the prices get outrageous really fast if you're not good enough to get like you have to be good enough to get enough money to buy something every time you go in, otherwise it's really frustrating. Yep. And if you can't hit that, then yeah, like, I, I understand that part.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have a... If you're not good at it and have made bad purchasing decisions in the thing, it doesn't offer a learning curve in the way that other straight roguelikes do.
0: Sure. No, you're not wrong. But
1: yeah, that's That's video games. Yeah,
0: I suppose that's video games.
1: Do you have any other video games? Uh
0: are
1: you going to just bust out uh, one more thing?
0: 3D Tour Guide the Louvre for the 3DS? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I sent a friend... One of my friends went to France, and I'm like, hey, are you, you going to go around the Louvre? And she's like, well, I mean, we can. Why? Uh, and I'm like, well, if you go in there and you go to the gift shop, pick me up a physical copy of the 3DS Louvre cart. Because if you don't know, the 3DS has... Um, at the Louvre, you the the tour guides like they used to be on audio cassettes or whatever, and now they're just on 3ds's that they give you. And Nintendo, that's so good. Nintendo made a crazy like you just rent 3ds's, but Nintendo made a crazy program that's like a tour guide. And there's like 3d models of sculptures and all of the audio tours in there, and a bunch of pictures and stuff, and a full map of the thing. And they sell copies of it uh, on in the gift shop of the Louvre exclusively. You can get it on the eShop. Right now, if you want, but in actuality, but you, you want you
1: not cool. having You weren't having that. You want that on your shelf. Yep. You want someone to be like, oh, what's this? And you'd be like, well, when I went to France... No, no, when I sent my friend <laughs> to
0: France explicitly to get me this thing, because that's how I roll, <laughs> it's not true. But it's nice. Uh, it's a really goofy thing to own, but it's a it's actually a really great program. Oh, you're so proud of that. I am. Don't I am lie super now. proud of it. It's, you're it's, like, it's, it's yeah. maybe the dumbest possible thing, but it's also... Quite literally, the rarest 3DS game just by its very nature. Well, you can only get it
1: the physical copy in the loop. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, it's cool. The I don't know if this is true for all European 3DS games, but the case is thicker than the, the American 3DS case. Um, hang on, I have a th- I have a 3DS
1: case. Right? How thick is it? It's a white. Yeah, it's, it's white, okay.
0: but it's it is the thickness of an American DS game. Because European DS games are thicker than the American DS games.
1: Yes, European. uh, Okay, how thick are are, uh, American 3DS 3DS games? games? They're
0: a little... Actually, they're about the same thickness as a Vita game.
1: Okay, that's slightly less thick than a DVD case, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, this is slightly more thick than yeah, the Yeah.
0: Like, the European DS or 3DS cases are the same size as American DS cases were.
1: Yeah. Because I see this. super these 3DS weird because it makes no sense why you would have different sizes. I see this 3DS case and think, oh, this is pretty thin. Yeah. Compared to the monstrosities oh, those that European are the. European <laughs> DS cases are terrible. <laughs> They're so bad. They're massive. For the tiniest cart. Yeah. I kind of love it.
0: But, uh,. Yeah, I don't know why they don't just, like, it's probably cheaper to have that universal because it's not like you're making those cases for anything else. So I don't know why there's a different size for Europe. There's not a different size for Japan. That's just a European thing.
1: Probably because of the factories they make. No, because they wouldn't, they could ship cases to anywhere. Why wouldn't they ship the same cases worldwide? Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe a contract thing would, I, fuck, I have no idea.
0: But it's really weird.
1: True. I just uh, searched Louvre on eBay to see if any exist, and all the games that came up were Louvre: The Final Curse. Yeah. for the No, they
0: don't. I found someone on a website, like forum, from like last year, who said they had a case of them that they were going to sell if you sent contact information. But that seems super shady. So I was happy to have this way of doing it because they're not on. They're not on the. EBay at all.
1: they're not even, they're not even the kind of rare that's like you look on eBay and go, that's ridiculous they're just not that no I,
0: I I would have bought it already if that would have been that kind of rare
1: <laughs> yeah it's true you would have yep. <laughs> you'd have paid because there's like probably a part of you like, I want to just go? I kind of want to go to France no I don't, I don't really want to go to I
0: didn't have that kind of money but I I had like a hundred dollars money I could do that uh. hundred
1: dollars for 3d luckily things fortuitously worked out that I, I only paid
0: like 30 euro yeah
1: yeah.
0: I think it was 28 did euro actually for the cart which wasn't that bad actually
1: Ooh, that's a good good deal good deal on the cart though.
0: yeah it was nice I mean I immediately depreciated it by opening up and putting it on my DS but I was never going to own it to collect it anyway
1: What? yeah who gives a shit
0: yeah. I owned it for my own sake of owning it for looking at it and being like yep this is great
1: if I got one of the really rare games I'd probably just open it
0: mm-hmm
1: no I wouldn't I'd sell it because I'm really poor but um <laughs> if I had money I would I would I would do that I'd be like it's a video game I'm putting it in I'm playing it I'm playing this rare copy of what what's a rare video game I don't know
0: um, I mean sealed anything more than 15 years old is really rare
1: true putting in this copy of zelda 2 the adventure of link okay,
0: oh yeah especially that. if it's a western version like japanese versions you can find pretty readily but like even just a boxed copy of an <laughs> nes game is really hard to find because
1: because <laughs> that just says everything about the difference between those two cultures yeah, no in america <laughs> we threw
0: that shit right out
1: <laughs> we always this fucking box i don't care and like i look around my garbage messy room right now that is. it's in the state of being, things are being packed up. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, totally boxes.
0: Yeah. And that's a bummer as someone who now really likes old packaging, but Hey, buying games from Japan is affordable enough. As long as you're not too picky.
1: <laughs> they had you covered.
0: Yeah. I can get Japanese Game Boy Advance games all day long.
1: And many days you did.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Destiny, uh, as our anniversary present, she got me one that I'm going to get tomorrow. Cause it took a while to get here.
1: Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Part of
0: that bit generation series. Have I told you about the bit generation stuff?
1: Uh, Is that the ones with the things in the collections, the comp- compilation games? No. Then, no. Okay, no,
0: you so... Don't. No. Uh, so, around the end... I guess it's probably about the end of the Game Boy Advance lifestyle, life cycle. Nintendo made this crazy series of, like... uh. Like six or seven games called the Bid Generation series, and there are these really cool, uh, there these really cool, like, experimental games, and they came in really cool packaging, and,
1: uh. I'm looking at the boxes now. Yeah,
0: I own three of them now.
1: Those boxes are so cool! Yeah. Are those the boxes that they got released in America, or did they not even Oh, come they,
0: to these did not come to America, these are Japan only. Okay.
1: Oh yeah, well it was GBA. They probably would have come to America now.
0: Yeah. They're uh they're a lot like the uh art style games or the bit uh, uh yeah. The,
1: this is the one I was thinking. Of, the two comp there's two series of them.
0: Okay. I mean can- there's not re I mean I guess there's two series but whatever.
1: According to like I remember you telling me about this and uh yeah.
0: Yeah, they're great. I plan to do a feature once I get them all. I mean, I could do it now and just do emulated versions, but I want to own them all. I, like I said... I, you want to I, uh,
1: hold the box up to the... Camera. I own
0: three now of them. Yeah, I own, One day I day own so, uh... Boundish, Caloris, and Sound Voyager. I don't know how I'm going to ever record a video of Sound Voyager, because I don't know if YouTube can do stairs separation. It probably can. What do you mean? The The thing with Sound Voyager is it's it's a sound game. Like, there's no visuals. It is, you are playing a game with headphones on. It's about... No,
1: wait. Yeah. YouTube's got to do YouTube... that
0: because ASMR... A... YouTube
1: has stereo. Yeah. YouTube... isn't. If every YouTube video was in mono, the world would have ended. It would have
0: been. Sometimes it would have been a better place, but...
1: Many times, yes. Oh, God. The amount of times I've had a YouTube video come, come only out of one channel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're super Bad cute websites. little
0: boxes, and uh, they're great games. I don't know.
1: Do you know how this do you know how this episode ends? You are the host, so tell
0: people where they can find us and what we're doing next.
1: Uh, you can find us in the plug zone at the start of this episode. <laughs> we didn't plug our twitters. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I'm A 2 on Twitter, T-Y-L-E-A-002. It's a bad Twitter, but fuck it, I'm rolling with it. I've got this far.
0: Yeah, um, uh, you can find me at LitRock, L-I-T-R-O-C-K.
1: Still funny. You're right, that is still funny to me.
0: <laughs> You're a bad person. That's-
1: <laughs> it's just, just for so us. So you can
0: find us at <laughs> normal dot com. Uh youtube dot com slash abnormal mapping, twitch TV slash abnormal mapping. If you want to send us an email, you can find us at AbnormalMappingPodcast at gmail dot com. We haven't yet received a single email. If you want to rate and review <laughs> us on iTunes, you can find us there. Just search for Abnormal Mapping.
1: Uh please do. I'd love we were- And listen to the better episode listen to our um Beyond Episode. That's seriously, that's the good stuff. This has been fun, but that's the good hardcore game analysis Get, it, get you it there. We talk about David Cage. It's a very good episode. Yep. Uh,
0: you can check out uh, Trashback Ratio in a couple weeks.
1: At, in the Ides of August. At
0: TrashbackRatio.com or TrashbackRatio at, at, uh, on iTunes or whatever.
1: Oh, if we've given out the address, then I need to change the coming soon page on the site. <laughs> I need to clean that website And
0: And um, the end of this month, we will be doing uh, Abnormal Mapping Episode 10 about counting in my head. About Planescape Torment. At that point, yes, sweet, it will yeah. actually be our thirteenth tw- episode of a podcast, but it'll be episode ten. Uh, I hate. I
1: hate.
0: Everything. <laughs> I just do it now to antagonize you. I know you do. <laughs> It'll be about Planescape Torment, which I have completed and Jackson is dawdling on <laughs> as expected.
1: I'm not I'm, I'm not dawdling on it. I'm no, there have been games I've dawdled on but more I than
0: finished now. it a month early, which which is why I've been kinda of dicking around. Yeah,
1: it like I feel like I'm not fine, but actually I'm still totally fine to play it yeah, you with, have like a, an hour or so every yeah, day. You're fine. And like take it at like a good move. Nine like, minutes
0: no- is actually probably close to what you need to be doing, but yes.
1: Uh, yes, but uh, what will probably happen is some days it'll be like forty-five minutes, some days it'll be like three hours. Yeah, that's generally how my games gamings goes. Yeah, but yeah, no, that'll be a, that'll be a good cuss. Already early on, have a lot of things to say.
0: It's great and doesn't let up. It's good all pretty much all the way through, minus one, a couple of quibbles. But you you aren't even close to there yet.
1: Cool, cool, so gay.
0: Yep, I guess. Um uh blackwell let's plays are going up Uh, once i get this new computer i'd like to start streaming again so you can check my twitter or the abnormal mapping twitter that exists we don't use it as much as we should we keep trying i use it
1: oh yeah we had a question but that was that was dumb it it wasn't a question we have anything to say so i i'm pretty excited i'm pretty excited Stephen. okay that's then i need to know the context (laughs) it's bad it's bad context. you're now going to look up the context and realize it's a very disappointing context
0: yeah I um that's it we're done please end this host
1: okay it's, in, it's, it's out it's out we're out I did the out <laughs>